Welcome to the Pre-Snap Podcast presented by LineStar. All things fantasy sports with sports betting analysis. I'm Shannon Somerville. Super Bowl 57 is here. The Kansas City Chiefs taking on the Philadelphia Eagles. Here to help us break it down, we've got royalty on the show. The prop queen is joining us, Ariel Epstein, sports betting host and analyst for PointsBet, MLB TV, and NBA TV. Ariel, thank you so much for joining us. Thanks for having me, Shannon. So good to see you again since our Carolina days. Exactly. Local news market in in the Carolinas was a good time. I'm sure uh, you're happy to be there in New York in the Big Apple now. I absolutely love it here, especially because we have sports betting. It was something that I dove, dove into in 2019. New Jersey had it. New York, a little bit slower. We got there, though. (laughs) I'm sure this time of year is a busy time for you getting ready for the Super Bowl. Are you getting texts from every relative and friend you've ever had asking for betting advice in the Super Bowl? Every year this happens. (laughs) It's so frustrating because the worst event to bet on, especially in props, is the Super Bowl. Everyone thinks, oh, prop queen, you specialize in props. You should be great. (laughs) No, the best part about props is having an entire board in the regular season of any sport to bet on. That way, you can go to games like the Pistons, where you could go to games with the Houston Texans, find those edges on teams that nobody wants to bet on. Everyone wants to bet on the Super Bowl. It's so sharp. That being said, we're still going to bet on the Super Bowl in this one. The Philadelphia Eagles opened up as two-and-a-half-point favorites. Nat has since come down to one-and-a-half points. The Eagles are coming off a dominant win over the 49ers, 31-7. to Meanwhile, the Kansas City Chiefs narrowly escaped Arrowhead with a three-point victory over the Bengals. Patrick Mahomes once again donned the Superman cape and put up over 300 yards on a sprained ankle. Just another miraculous performance from Mahomes. As you evaluate this matchup, where do you lean in the sports betting market? I lean with the Chiefs, Shannon. It's because the Chiefs have really been the team that's there they have been to the super bowl under their quarterback patrick mahomes multiple times they also have the weapons on the offensive side that the eagles really haven't seen too often throughout this season the eagles weren't really even tested throughout the playoffs they got the giants who uh i didn't believe should have even been in the playoffs and then you face a 49ers team that's on a third string fourth string quarterback your quarterback gets hurt within the first drive of the game, and now the 49ers are just trying to figure out how to stay afloat. Eagles are going to see a whole different offense than they're used to. The NFC, even though the Cowboys, the Giants, and the Eagles made it into the playoffs, they're still not as good as the Kansas City Chiefs. The Mm -hmm. fact that you're making the Chiefs the experienced team, uh, an underdog in the Super Bowl, Patrick Mahomes' ankle, he's going to be able to have those two weeks off to recover and look just fine in that AFC championship game. They barely even had to rely on the run to bail him out. I'll take the points with the Chiefs. Yeah, you mentioned the strength of schedule really for the Eagles this year, and they've only faced three quarterbacks that rank in the top 10 in EPA per dropback. It was Dak Prescott who actually beat them. Granted, it was without Jalen Hurts in that game. The other one was the first game of the season against Jared Goff, and they almost lost that game as well. And then the other one was Trevor Lawrence. So when you're looking at the Eagles, you have to take that into consideration as well. When you look at the different matchups, what most intrigues you from that standpoint? The most intriguing part in the prop market, at least, is going to be the over on receiving yards for Eagles running back Kenneth Gainwell. 
Gainwell has been the pass catching back for the Eagles the entire second half of the season. The Eagles completely went away from their running back, Miles Sanders, who's just been relying on the run game. Sanders has had one maximum two catches in the last six weeks, including the playoffs. Gainwell has really been the one to have at least 10 receiving yards in each of these games. I'm going to go with the over on nine and a half or ten and a half, wherever you can get it on receiving yards for Gainwell. The one trend that has stood out for the Kansas City Chiefs defense struggling all season has been against these pass catching running backs. Bottom three in the league in most receiving yards allowed to running backs. So I'll take that over on Gainwell. Okay, let's lock that in there. Next up, the Super Bowl MVP. The award has gone to a quarterback 10 of the last 15 years. Ariel, what is the likelihood that Patrick Mahomes or Jalen Hurts does not take the trophy in this one? Very unlikely, considering I my worst beat ever, Shannon, is that I bet on a defensive player to win Super Bowl MVP. Back in Tom Brady's Tampa Bay Buccaneers Super Bowl, I bet the linebacker Devin White at 100-1. to He was incredible, had at least 10 total tackles in every single playoff game, game-stealing interception in the Super Bowl. Who still wins it? Tom Brady. Patrick Mahomes has the same type of reputation. If I'm going to take the points with the Chiefs, I'm expecting them to win the Super Bowl outright. If the Chiefs win the Super Bowl, it's going to be because of Patrick Mahomes. Nonetheless, the storyline here is telling you Mahomes has to be on a bum ankle. That isn't going to be okay, yet their storyline still lining up for him to say, oh my gosh, he was injured and now he won a Super Bowl. The storyline is there. The only way you could see someone like a Travis Kelsey potentially winning the Super Bowl MVP would be if he has multiple touchdowns in the game. I don't see much value in this market. However, Kelsey would be the only one at 11-1 to where if the Chiefs win it, then it would have to be on the hands of the most reliable quote-unquote receiver in this unit in Kansas City, and that would be their tight end, Travis Kelsey. Ariel, let's really put your skills to the test now. Rihanna is performing the Super Bowl halftime show. What song will she open with? Diamonds is currently the favorite at plus 220. It's so funny because these Super Bowl halftime prop bets, if I'm one of these singers, I'm thinking I'm going to find the odds and I'm going to do exactly the opposite. Rihanna's not thinking about that, though. She just wants to pop at the beginning. I say We Found Love <laughs> has the most catchy beginning. I know Diamonds, everyone knows. We Found Love is just such a great, I see her coming out with that. I'm not even going to sing because I can't sing. I just <laughs> hear the beginning of We Found Love and it's a dark Super Bowl room and it's all just like lights flashing everywhere. I and you're, you're a pump. Jersey girl, right? So you're ready to fist pump? Fist pumping. And I mean, it takes me back to my college <laughs> days. So SDT, Sigma Delta Ta. I'm not even a big sorority girl, but it was one of our songs. So it reminds me of that. Umbrella is also a, a favorite that could get the party started with that one as so well. Over, Just throwing it out there. Over it's overdone. <laughs> All right. Well, speaking of entertainment, we've got some entertainment tonight in the NBA. Eight games on the slate for tonight. Ariel, where are you finding the best value in the prop market? In the prop market tonight, I am absolutely loving the Kings point guard, De'Aaron Fox, to go over 25 and a half points. He's averaging just below 28 points a game against defenses that are bottom 10 in points allowed in the paint. The San Antonio Spurs, they're not only the worst defense when it comes to points allowed in the paint, they allow the most points to every team in the NBA. They are the worst defense in the league. They have nobody who could defend against Fox. He's going to eat. I'll take the over 25 and a half points. 
In another late game tonight, I also like the Phoenix Sun Center, DeAndre Ayton, to go over his points prop of 19 and a half points. This is another great spot considering the Atlanta Hawks are one of the worst defenses in the NBA. They are also bottom 10 points allowed in the paint, bottom 10 in rebounds allowed. Whenever there is a team that really struggles to defend against centers or any kind of big man, DeAndre Ayton has averaged 22 points in those games. I love for Ayton to go over. Yeah, you mentioned the Spurs. I love taking the overs on any team playing against them. They rank dead last in defensive efficiency. What other trends, though, have you been picking up on this NBA season that you've been taking advantage of in the prop market? It's definitely my favorite player in the league right now, who I'm so mad that Kevin Durant has exposed. It's the Houston center, um, Alperen Shingun. He has been incredible. He's averaging double-doubles against teams that are bottom 10 in the league against points and rebounds. They struggle against big man. You go with Alperen Shingun. Problem is, I've been giving him out for two months. All of a sudden, <laughs> KD talks about him on a live stream. Everybody starts inflating the numbers on Alperen Shingun. I haven't been able to bet it a lot recently. However, about a couple of weeks ago, he was my ride or die. I was just betting Shingun on any game that I could get against teams that struggled in the paint, struggled against the, struggled in grabbing boards. Shingun double doubles. He's just a very underrated player. Maybe you could look at him in some of the futures markets for any of these young and up and coming players for either a most improved mm -hmm. or a rookie of the year. Speaking of the futures market, another player having an incredible season has been Nikola Jokic, currently the favorite for MVP at minus 105. Joel Embiid, though, is the second shortest odds right now. How do you appraise this market for the MVP right now? The NBA MVP is so tough because it's so injury dependent. The NBA is the one league. Every league, of course, is injury dependent for MVP. However, the NBA is the worst because Joel Embiid, the Sixers center, should have won MVP last season. He just didn't play enough games, wasn't healthy and durable like Nikola Jokic in Denver. That is so frustrating, which is why I really don't bet the market too often because based on the numbers, it was Embiid last year. There is one player who I just feel we are not giving enough credit to, and that's the Celtics leading scorer, Jason Tatum. He's averaging 32 points a home game. If it's not for Tatum, this, the Celtics are not in the NBA Finals last year. They're not doing as well as they are this year as one of the top teams in the league. Jason Tatum has been great on the glass. He's been great taking over, especially defensively when, like on the boards, when Robert Williams, the center for this, uh, the Celtics, was out to start the season. Tatum has really helped take on that role of do-it-all, plus putting up a ton of points a game. I love Jason Tatum to win MVP. Another player who's been having an incredible season that I've been having a lot of luck with in the prop market as well is uh, Anthony Edwards, former Georgia Bulldog. And I just found out today that he recently said in an interview that he, he eats three bags of chips per day. It's the hot fries kind. So that automatically, I'm all in on him already with those that chip comment. And he's he's up there for me for most improved. What do you think about that one? It's amazing that <laughs> someone could eat three bags of chips and be up for awards in the NBA. I wish that I could do that. I'm just struggling to get on my Peloton every day. I love Anthony Edwards. He's actually been another player who I've cashed in on a lot of props this year in the NBA. He is one of the most improved players in the league. He's exactly what most improved ends up going towards is a well-known player who's young in the league, 
has a better year than last year, but still stood out last year. It reminds me of Brandon Ingram winning most mm-hmm. improved where he really should have been an all-star in that season. It's called, how do you give most improved to players that are supposed to be great? That's the only thing that frustrates me about most improved, but it's true that Anthony Edwards has really stepped up this season, especially when it comes to points. I mean, I'm betting his points props at 23 and a half a night and he's hitting them, especially against bad defenses. I like Anthony Edwards a lot. Hopefully he parlays this whole hot fries thing into a nice sponsorship for himself. That's all I'm going to say on that one. (laughs) Ariel, thank you so much for joining us and giving us all the sports betting advice. Really appreciate it. Thanks so much. Thanks, Shannon. You can follow Ariel on Twitter at Ariel Epstein and make sure to check her out on Points Bets. You can also catch her on MLB TV and NBA TV. We're really appreciative of her for joining us, especially as we head into the Super Bowl week. Good luck in all your sports betting endeavors. We'll catch you guys next time.